On today's episode, the Chicago Blackhawks will finish up their season tonight with a meeting out in Buffalo against the Sabres. I'll be going over a quick preview of the contest, as well as former, now former, Chicago Cubs assistant general manager Jeff Greenberg being hired by the Blackhawks to become the associate GM, as well as forward Sam Lafferty inking a two-year contract extension. All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Friday, April 29th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you're listening to the audio version of today's episode and you like what you're hearing, then please go and show some support first by following the podcast. It'll only take a quick couple of seconds, literally just a quick click of the button will help me out tremendously. Go and leave the show five stars if you like what you're hearing today as well. And if you're tuning in through Apple Podcasts or through Spotify, then feel free to go and leave me a review as well. I always greatly appreciate getting feedback from my tremendous listeners out there. And best of all, it's 100% for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. It's all 100% for free. And if you go and follow the show right now, then you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And if you're not already watching the video version of today's episode, then definitely be sure to go and check out Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube because each and every episode moving forward, folks, across the Lockdown Podcast Network, not just my show, we'll be having a video version attached to it as well. So if you haven't done so already, please go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube. Just got over the 100 subscriber hump, and I'm really trying to keep boosting that number up. Go and smash the like button for me as well. And also be sure to turn on those push notifications so you can be notified when the episode gets uploaded to YouTube each and every day. All right, good afternoon, everyone. As always, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks, and for making the show your first listen here to start off your day. As you all could probably tell by now, if you're watching the video version of today's episode, if you're not doing so yet, go and give your head a shake. Go and check out Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube. But if you're watching the video version of this, and you could tell, obviously, it's a different background than I usually have while I'm recording the episode. And that's because I'm actually uh, out in St. Louis for the weekend. I'm out in enemy territory, Blackhawks fans. Uh, I'm actually house sitting and watching uh, a family member's dog for the weekend. So a nice little uh, couple day getaway from the Chicagoland area. Hope to have some nicer and warmer weather here down in St. Louis. Uh, But yeah, that's the reason why things are looking a whole lot different uh, in the background for today's episode. Uh, But to kick things off this morning, folks, I wanted to open things up by getting into a quick preview of the final game of the season for the Chicago Blackhawks tonight. Finally, this nightmare is going to come to a close out in Buffalo when the Blackhawks take on the Sabres. And that's a game that means literally nothing for both teams involved. So uh, hopefully there will at least be, you know, some good pace, some back and forth action, and lots of offense to make this thing a little bit more watchable. 
Uh, but for the Blackhawks tonight, they just wrapped up their morning skate out in Buffalo. I don't have any word as to what the official lineup is going to be. I'm going to give another quick check on Twitter. Uh, but with only 12 healthy forwards on the active roster right now, we know that the forward lines are more than likely going to stay the same for this one, meaning uh, Patrick Kane, Alex Dabrinkit, and Dylan Strom, not in that order, obviously. Strom at left wing. <laughs> Dabrinkit at left wing. I'm all in a mix here. Dabrinkit at left wing, Strom at center, Kane on the right wing is the top line. Second line will be Dominic Kubalik, Jonathan Taves, and uh, Tyler Johnson. The third line will be Philip Kurashev, uh, Sam Lafferty, who I'll have plenty more on coming up here in just a moment. Uh, and then Taylor Radish, that will round out the third line. And then the fourth line will be Henrik Borgstrom, Reese Johnson, and Boris Kachuk. But for a couple of these forwards tonight, Blackhawks fans, they have an opportunity to set a couple of career bests, most notably for uh, a couple of guys that will be skating on the top line in Patrick Kane and Alex Dabrinkit. The cat is still stuck on 41 goals right now, which is currently tied for a career high. And then Kaner is still stuck on 66 assists, which is also tied for a career high for him. So uh, hopefully, you know, Kaner will be able uh, to set up Dabrinkit tonight for a goal. That would be absolutely lovely because both those two, you know, They've been nothing short of tremendous throughout the course of this season, really uh, carrying the load for the Blackhawks offense all year long. And they both deserve to set career best with everything they've had to deal with for the past handful of months. They've been really the only two consistent pieces for the Blackhawks throughout the course of the season. Dylan Strom has been really good in the second half, but from start to finish, Alex Dabrinkit and Patrick Kane really have been on their A games and both deserve to have, uh, both deserve to set career, new career highs with this Blackhawks team, you know, struggling on the power play. They're in the bottom third of the league on the man advantage. They're one of the worst offenses in the league, but those two night in and night out still find a way to produce. So hopefully Kaner will be able to set up Dabrinka tonight and they'll be able to notch a couple of career bests. Uh, and, and on defense for the Blackhawks tonight, not really sure. Uh, again, the morning skate just wrapped up. Derek King has yet to talk to the media. It's probably coming here in a little bit. Um, but if I had to imagine, there is an open spot on the back end tonight in Buffalo with Alec Regula officially getting reassigned to the Rockford Ice Hogs. And I feel like Eric Gustafson and Calvin DeHaan were the two that sat last game on defense. I feel like it's got to go to Calvin DeHaan at this point, right? Like, give him one last game in a Blackhawks sweater because there's just no way that Kyle Davidson and the front office are going to be bringing him back in the offseason. With all the defensemen that are, you know, trying to step on to the NHL scene here in the next couple of years. So uh, I feel like this is a good opportunity to give DeHaan uh, one last go of it here tonight against the Sabres uh, with Eric Gustafson being probably the healthy scratch, I would imagine. And that would also mean that he's already played his final game in a Blackhawks sweater as well, because uh, there's no way that Gus is being brought back either. And then in goal for the Blackhawks, again, we don't have official word yet, but you got to go with Kevin Lankinen at this point, right? He's picked up back-to-back -back victories for the first time this season. In the past couple of weeks, you know, have been pretty – they've been better. I'm not going to say they've been good or great or anything, but they certainly have been better than what we've seen throughout the course of the season. Uh, but this is actually going to be Lankinen's 30th start of the year if he is the one that uh, Derek King – elects to have going with the uh, getting the start and goal here tonight, uh, looking to pick up his third consecutive victory. And in that game on Wednesday uh, against Vegas, all in all, I thought it was a pretty solid performance for Lankin. And aside from uh, the second goal that Vegas scored, which came right off a faceoff from Alec Martinez, that one 
Lankinen probably would have liked to have back, especially knowing that he got a piece of it with his shoulder, but it still ended up finding the back of the net. Uh, but all in all, he still ended up stopping 37 of the 40 shots that he faced, including every shot that he saw in the third period and in overtime, as well as stopping all seven of the Vegas shooters in the shootout there. So um, definitely been a better run here recently for Lankinen, and hopefully uh, he can wrap up this struggle-filled sophomore season with one final victory tonight out in Buffalo, which make it three in a row for him. All right, there is a quick preview of tonight's matchup with the Sabres out in Buffalo. Coming up in just a moment, I will get into Jeff Greenberg being hired by the Blackhawks to become an associate general manager. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Summer is coming, and you're going to need some food for being on the go. Well, Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you everywhere you go. Throw them into your bags, throw them into your kids' backpacks, and make sure everyone has a bar to be fueled for their summer adventures. And the best part about Built Bars is that they're both healthy and delicious. So there's no more sacrificing delicious foods for health, because with Built Bar, you can get the best of both worlds by having both. And have you tried Built Bar Puffs yet? Because if not, then you're seriously missing out on one of the best tasting protein bars on the market with flavors like banana cream pie and cinnamon churro. Best of all, they're only 140 calories. So head on over to Built.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's built.com with the promo code LOCKED15, one word LOCKED in all caps, followed by the number 15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar order. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Moving on into segment two today, I also had to be sure to get into the breaking news that came out yesterday from ESPN's Emily Kaplan, which was that now former Chicago Cubs assistant general manager Jeff Greenberg has been hired by the Blackhawks to become their new associate general manager. And that now gives Kyle Davidson two associate GMs with uh, Norm McIver also being brought back not too long ago after having a brief stint with the Seattle Kraken. Uh, McIver is going to be overseeing the Blackhawks scouting operations. And now Greenberg, according to Kaplan, will be tasked with building out the new computer and app-based systems that's going to streamline information for the organization. Basically, going to be transporting information here. It's going to make life easier for Kyle. He said, you know, he's not going to have to make as many unnecessary phone calls because of this. Uh, and all of that is pretty similar stuff to what Greenberg did in his tenure with the Chicago Cubs. Uh, but all in all, this for sure is a very interesting move by the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, and of course, a few months ago, Greenberg was a little bit surprisingly one of the finalists to be the next GM before Kyle Davidson ultimately ended up winning the job. Um, but it, it always just seemed like, you know, with Greenberg not having any NHL experience or hockey experience at all for that matter, uh, it just always seemed a little bit far-fetched for him to become the new GM. But one thing I did talk about here on the show during that entire hiring process by the Blackhawks was the possibility of keeping Davidson on as the GM because, you know, the word around town was that it was really his job to lose and it always seemed like he was the number one candidate for the job. Um, but I talked about the possibility of keeping one of the other candidates on as well to kind of help a younger Davidson, you know, kind of transition into that role. And they could 
you know, potentially create a two-headed monster up there in the front office. And to be honest, you know, I was hopeful that that would potentially happen with uh, Eric Tolsky from the Carolina Hurricanes or Matthew Darsh of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Those two were my favorite outside candidates that the Blackhawks hired. Um, but with the way that things are going for those two in their own careers, you know, um, it's kind of hard to imagine, you know, they're, they're both probably going to be getting a GM job one day here down the road. So I'm not so sure that they'd actually be willing to take on an associate GM job when they kind of know that uh, sometime soon, they're probably going to be the ones actually calling the shots. But for Greenberg, this kind of seems like a perfect step for him in his own career to get involved in the game of hockey. Uh, you know, even though he's been involved with baseball throughout his entire professional career, um, he, he not only was he part of the Chicago Cubs organization, but he also spent time with the Arizona Diamondbacks and uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates as well. But even though he's always been involved in baseball, he he has uh, always said that he's been a hockey guy at heart. And he's actually quoted as to saying um, that he, I believe he played college hockey, uh, played club hockey when he was in college, but he's been quoted as to saying uh, that, you know, he started skating and playing hockey when he was just three years old, grew up in Pittsburgh during glory days of the Penguins with uh, Mario Lemieux and Yaramir Yager. So uh, if this is, you know, the transition that he wants to make, if he does want to get more involved in the game of hockey, I, I feel like this is the perfect step for him to take. And, you know, as I said, getting a general manager job, you know, without having any, you know, it would be his first year of hockey experience. That always seemed a little bit far-fetched and a little bit too big of a leap. Um, but, you know, this just seems like the right opportunity for him to, you know, still provide his expertise and also become more knowledgeable about the NHL and the differences in being an executive in the MLB and an executive in the National Hockey League. Um, and you know, it sounds like he's going to be doing kind of the same things for the Blackhawks that he's been doing with the Chicago Cubs. Uh, and of course, he was part of the front office there that helped snap that 108-year World Series drought for the Cubs. So uh, he knows what it's like, you know, to be an executive in professional sports and also to kind of start from the bottom and try to work your way up. Um, and I've seen, you know, people be, I wouldn't say upset about this decision, um, but more so probably a little bit confused. And, and you know, I, I get that, you know, obviously Greenberg doesn't have any hockey experience at all. And it is a little bit, you know, maybe of a head scratcher. Um, but again, it sounds like he's going to be involved more so in the business side of things, as opposed to like the day-to-day -day operations, trades, salary cap and all that stuff. So um, it's not like, you know, he's going to be doing much differently than what he was in his time with Major League Baseball. Uh, I, I certainly do agree that it's an interesting decision and only time going to tell if it's going to work out. Um, but obviously, you know, Greenberg, I mean, the, the Blackhawks organization must have really liked what Greenberg had to say during his GM interviews because they wouldn't have brought him back or uh, so soon, especially, um, and, and wouldn't have made this transition for him into hockey if they didn't like what he had to say during those meetings. So, uh, overall, you know, definitely an interesting move, but I wouldn't say it's a bad one. Again, only time's going to tell on that front. Um, but it, I think it's a good idea to, you know, add some business experience and um, add another, add some experience up there with Davidson, you know, kind of 
being new to this, he's been involved with the Blackhawks for many years, but I think it's nice to have, you know, knowledgeable advisors around him. Norm McIver obviously knows what he's doing in the scouting department and Jainberg knows what he's doing on the business side. So it just seems like Davidson surrounding himself with people that know other areas better than he does. And I like that idea. So overall, I, I do think it's a, a good move for the Blackhawks to add some experience in the business department by making Jeff Greenberg the associate GM. But again, only time is going to tell whether this this was uh, smart or uh, a little bit bold by the Chicago Blackhawks. All right, there are some thoughts on Jeff Greenberg getting hired Blackhawks yesterday. Coming up in just a moment, we'll get into forward Sam Lafferty inking a two-year contract extension. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bet Online. It's that time of the year again, folks, as baseball season is finally upon us, and Bet Online has way more odds and info from game scores, player performance props, to who the first fired manager will be. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports betting here in 2022. And it's not just baseball, from the NHL and NBA playoffs, esports, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online is both the and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and Vegas casino games. Bet online where the game begins. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Moving into segment three now, or actually before we move into three, Derek King just spoke with the media and just announced what the lineup is going to be tonight and throw out everything I said in that first segment because Colin Delia surprisingly is actually going to be getting start for the Blackhawks tonight. And I don't really understand this. And it's not that, you know, I think Delia has been bad or anything. No, Delia has been pretty, but Kevin Lankinen picks up back-to-back wins. He's been a little bit better in the past couple of weeks. Kept the Blackhawks alive in a bunch of games. Has a chance to go for three in a row. Nearest our Colin Delia? That leaves me a little bit confused. But I guess it is an opportunity to give Delia one more game in a Blackhawks sweater. And like I said, he hasn't been bad either. It's just, I think he's really, I don't think he's given up a bad goal since he's been called back up in his four or five starts, I want to say. Um, just definitely a little surprised that Derek King isn't going ride to the, ride the hot hand here and let Lankin and try to pick up his third consecutive win in what would have been his 30th start of, a se- of the season. That leaves me a little bit confused. And also, it's not going to be Calvin DeHaan jumping in the lineup. It's going to be Eric Gustafson, which, all right, well, Calvin DeHaan now has officially played his last game in a Blackhawks sweater. Why are we still playing Eric Gustafson? Why are we playing Eric Gustafson? Man, maybe Don's a little bit banged up from all the shots that he blocks. I, I just don't get that at all. I, I'm very confused. But there's the lineup for the Blackhawks tonight. The forwards are going to be the same. That part I at least was right on. Uh, but Eric Gustafson is actually going to be the one je- jumping in for Alec Regula, not Calvin DeHaan. Don't get that at all. And Colin Delia is going to be in, in that instead of Kevin Lankin, which confuses me a little bit as well. But I'm not the one calling the shots. I'm not Derek King, so who knows. Uh, but getting into segment three now today, folks, before I wrap things up, I also wanted to be sure to mention that fan favorite Sam Lafferty earlier this morning signed a two contract extension with just a $1.15 million AAV. And literally on the show yesterday, I talked about, I said that re-signing Sam Lafferty was a must at this point because he, he really has been nothing short of tremendous 
since coming over from the Pittsburgh Penguins. And what a deal that looks like it's, it's going to be uh, for Kyle Davidson trading Lafferty for Alex Nylander one for one. And Nylander, by the way, has yet to appear in an NHL game for the Penguins since being acquired from the Hawks. Uh, and he's tallied 30 points in 43 AHL games with the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. So it's kind of the same stuff that he was doing in Rockford, not a point per game player at the AHL at this point. It's like his fifth or sixth year in the minors. I don't know if that kid's ever going to have an NHL future, but for Lafferty, He's come in and just been a phenomenal glue guy for the Blackhawks these past few months. And I know offensively, uh, nothing's really going to stand out. He hasn't been a consistent point producer by any means. Uh, but when you watch him and you look at the amount of opportunities that he gets, I mean, he he really could have double-digit goals and far more points than he has at this point. Um, and but But more so than that, the offense, you know, it's kind of just a, a bonus. I think there is more. And what he has shown us so far there, but but more so than the offense, uh, you know, just the intensity that he brings night in and night out, the willingness to sacrifice his body. I mean, the dude's lost like four or five teeth in the past couple of months, uh, and the skating ability is beyond noticeable. And the Blackhawks certainly could use more speed throughout their lineup moving forward. I really do think Lafferty is the best skater on this team, at least among the forward groups. Uh, so. This was just an easy decision to make by Kyle Davidson. It's just simply had to be done. And to now have Lafferty signed on for the next two years at just over a million dollars, I mean, that seems like one heck of a bargain if you ask me. So I really couldn't be more excited about this deal and the future for Lafferty here in Chicago. Uh, and I really do believe that he has more to offer offensively than we've seen so far this year. Um, as I said yesterday, I think – if, if he's able to stay healthy and play, you know, um, an 82 game season, he's only at 55 games right now this year between Chicago and Pittsburgh. Uh, but, you know, if he plays 82 games like he is this year, uh, plays the same way that he's playing this year, I should say, I really do think he could be a 30 to 35 point score if he's able to just convert on more of his scoring opportunities. I mean, he gets his chances. He just hasn't been able to bury any of them. So uh, I, I really do think he, he could be a better offensive piece than we've seen so far. Kind of like a, I don't want to compare them because it's not fair, but what we saw to Brandon Hagel last year, I mean, the, the dude had his chances. He just couldn't bury it. And this year, you know, he goes on to have a phenomenal first half with the Blackhawks and they end up getting two first round picks, Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk for him. So uh, hopefully Lafferty will be able to have that same kind of offensive progression next year, except the Blackhawks won't be forced to trade him. Um, and, and, you know, add that with his physicality, his skating ability, his hustle. And I think he's going to be a perfect third liner to have for these next few seasons. So I'm absolutely ecstatic that Davidson got this signing out of the way. And I can't wait to see Lafferty back with the Blackhawks next year. And he also, like Kane and Debrinkit, has an opportunity to set a new career high in points if he's able to get one tonight against the Buffalo Sabres. All right, folks, I think that is going to wrap up Friday, April 29th's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to go and follow the Locked On Blackhawks on whatever podcast app you're tuning in through, and also go and subscribe to Locked On Blackhawks on YouTube, and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to go and check out the Lockdown NHL podcast for all the latest info on every team ahead of the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's free and available on all platforms, so be sure to check out Lockdown NHL right now, 
wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at Jack Bushman2, or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And don't forget that on Monday, Monday's episode is going to be Mailbag Monday. So for any questions you have regarding anything related to the Blackhawks or to the show, feel free to email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on any one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for tuning into another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Go Hawks, and let's go pick up one final victory before the season comes to a close tonight against the Buffalo Sabres. Thank you all again for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.